Oh, wait, here, I, I have some. You can use that. Here you go. Hey, where are you going? Welcome to today's process. No bad feedback. Stand up, push forward. Let's light the lantern. Welcome to the Understory Lawyer Podcast, where creators build the classic American business based on the following principles. One, build a platform. Two, self-reliance. Three, the golden rule. Four, your family is the strategy. And five, manufacturing something your community can use and going hyper-local. Admission to the Understory is free. But understanding always has a price. Let's find the lantern. What is up, creator? Be you in the understory against your will or be you in the understory of your own choosing? Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. So <laughs> my my daughter had her birthday this week, party this weekend. It's not her actual birthday, uh, but she had a birthday party this weekend because it was a weird set of circumstances that we couldn't have on her birthday. Um, not like the people having their birthday party this Wednesday night at six o'clock. I don't know what they're thinking. Uh, having a party for six-year-olds at six, six, seven p.m. at night. On a Wednesday. Are they crazy? What kind of how, how do they run their household over there? My kids are getting ready for bed by that time. It's going to be a disaster. And they're having it at a skate park. They're six years old. Like my kids know how to skate. Give me a break. I barely know how to skate. And I grew up going to skate park, skate country in Tucson, if you will. All right. Enough of that. That's not what we're about, going to talk about today. We're going to talk about my daughter's birthday party. So we had a birthday party at this bounce house place here in town and we go there from time to time it's air conditioned in the summer uh you just let them run wild you just sit your sit your ass down on a couch that's had about Twenty thousand butts in it, so it's extreme. <laughs> they had these leather couches there, which have easily had twenty, thirty thousand butts in it. So it's like, and now we're not, and we're talking probably not that in shape butts. So it's 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 been pummeled smooth. It's just it is just like glass. It's like sitting in soft glass. And so here's you can let your kids run around. There's only one exit. So and it's uh you know so if they, nobody can abduct them, they have to go through you if you sit kind of close to the exit. So you just let them run wild. You don't have to worry about paying attention to them. It's glorious. <clears throat> it was so glorious that somebody actually dropped off their kid at the party and said, okay, their grandma will be back to pick him up in an hour and a half. I was like, all right, it's a birthday party, not a babysitting, but that's cool, I guess. So, um, and then they didn't have socks. So then I had, I had to go buy socks for them from the front because people were talking, they were giving the jazz and they're like, we don't have any socks. I was like, well, if your parents were here, they could buy you your socks, but they're not here. So guess what? That means I'm going to have to shell out two whole dollars to give you some money for your socks. So <laughs> after I show them out the socks, it's about an hour and a half, two hours, two and a half hours in. And, uh, you know, my son, they're losing interest in all the bouncy houses. And my four-year-old son is sitting in this red Ferrari-looking car that you put 50 cents in to move it around. He's looking all forlorn. Like, very sad. Because we don't, I don't, we just, we go to the bounce house to do the bounce houses. We don't do the extra 50 cents, not because I'm cheap, but just because the moment you start them in on the machines, then that's all they want to do is the machines, right? The bounce houses are a, are a loss leader for all of the machines. That's how they make their money. Uh, I didn't know if you knew that, but that's that's a fact. So anyway, so he's sitting in there and I'm like, all right, well, I, I had some quarters and that's a whole nother story that maybe I'll tell, but I had some extra quarters in my, my pocket and I put the 50 cents in and then this little this little girl, I look over and this little girl uh, is in the next birthday party because they run them through like every two hours in the private back room and the private bounce houses and then you can go in the main room or whatever. And this girl sitting in the train, the choo-choo train, 50 cents 
that's next to us and she's looking for Lauren and her dad and her dad checks his pockets and he doesn't have any change. And so I had all these extra quarters and I was like, there's no problem. I said, hey, I have an extra 50 cents if you want. Here you go. And he's like, thanks. So he puts it. So he takes it. And at that time, the girl has already lost interest and she gets out of the gets out of the, the train. The guy takes my 50 cents. He puts it in his pocket and he walks away. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, dude, what about my 50 cents? He's 50, he's 50 cents richer. Now, there's two, way, there's two ways that I can interpret this situation. One is that uh, I can give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he's going to just use that 50 cents later for her on the, chain, on the train when she get, you know, comes back. Or two, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna use it to, uh, to put together to buy some smokes with something else. That he, other money. Like change for smokes. I don't know. Whatever. So... <laughs> I just had a laugh about it and then I let it go. And the reason why I let it go is is because it's feedback, right? I I I saw a situation, I took action, and then I was I, I gave the guy some cash and then he pocketed it. It's just feedback. And you know, you can get upset when things don't go the way that you want, or you can just use it as information. And that's the difference between process thinking and winning and losing thinking. It's the same reason why I always say that I start a co-op. I start all, you know, every time I, I start something, it's a it's a cooperation, not a negotiation. And that's where I start. I'm like, we're going to cooperate. We're going to try to figure out how to make this work for everybody. Um, and if you want to negotiate, I will negotiate. But it's just a dance, which really is a, is is you just it's like a forced cooperation. And I know that's an unpopular opinion. And, and very rich people will say. Very rich people will say, oh, you got to negotiate, blah, 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 blah. And that's fine. And I understand that. But I live in a different world than they live in. And I, requ- I have a different set of requirements for what I want my life to be. In. And being in constant conflict with people is not something that I want to be in. And I really don't want to – I don't want to have my – I don't want to have my viewing my happiness or my success or how I judge a win as, as getting over on somebody else. That's just how I look at it. So that's why I'm a big believer in process thinking instead of win, winning and losing thinking because even when something really goes awry, then you're like, all right, well, this is just the, the – I'm just getting feedback from the marketplace. And so that guy gave me feedback as maybe he should be responsible for his own kid. Maybe maybe he should learn the lesson that he doesn't have – that he shouldn't have to depend on strangers to get the 50 cents for his daughter. It may not even be his daughter. I don't know. Maybe he's babysitting. I don't know. So he's not invested in her having a good time. I don't know. And the other thing is, is maybe he doesn't want to do the machines. I never wanted to do the, my son to do the machines. The prior, you know, 10 times we went there, I was like, no, we're not doing the machines. So maybe I'm actually – by trying to help him, I'm jacking up his process. Right. So maybe I deserve to lose my 50 cents and have her not get the benefit and enjoyment of doing the the wonderful train. Right. So, you know, the thing is, is feedback. And that makes me think about it. What what did I do wrong? Not wrong. But what did I do in my process that I should change? Right. It's wrong only in the sense of that it didn't work. Okay, it's not wrong. And like I suck. But right. Because then you paralyze yourself. You go in the tank all the time and then you don't you you don't. The difference between winning and losing is a micron. And if you're in the tank a bunch, you're going to miss it. The difference between winning and losing is a micron. And if you're second guessing yourself all the time because things don't go the way that you want them to, you're going to miss it. Hey, look, lots of things don't go the way that you want them to. Think of farming. Think about all the seeds that don't make it. Think of all, think of all the, think of how much you have to plant just to get a crop or harvest. It's like sales. Like how many people do you have to talk to to make a sale? 33. That's how many people in terms of for my online um, 
messaging thing that I was doing for a while that I was trying to figure out that I can't scale. So I stopped doing it. And plus the host of other reasons, but it's 33 for every 33 people I talked to, I'd get a sale. It just was the number that was always, that would stay pretty consistent on that number. It's a, it's a math problem. And so once you realize that, then you, then you, then you, you get yourself into the process of what you're trying to do. You know, I did this interview with uh, Brian Wells. He's the home setting guy. And it just reminded me that you can insert yourself that any part of the self-reliance journey, which is the second principle of building the classic American business, you can you can go into the second level of that second principle and you can insert yourself in anywhere in a self-reliance. You can insert yourself into firearms. You can insert yourself into martial arts. You can that's on the defense side. You can insert yourself into growing your own food. You can insert yourself into um, you know, maybe figuring out a way to for to not be so reliant upon your car. Like whatever. I don't know. You you it's your self-reliance journey. You figure out what appeals to you and you insert yourself into the flow in that spot and then it becomes a process. It's a much better way to live life than you're not, you know, you're not so upset all the time. It's with your family. It's like I've been being a I've been a crappy dad the last couple of weeks because I've been very frustrated because no one's listening to me. My children do not listen to me. I literally have to be like, I have to say their name like 50 times. Right. And so, and then I can yell at them and then that makes them listen to me. But I don't want to be the dad. It was always like after school special to, to, to yell at them. But what's happening, this is what's happening. It's part of the process. Madeline is six. So she's now, she's in that in-between phase where she can do a lot of things by herself, but she also wants help. So she's testing the boundaries. So she just ignores me because she's like, I'm going to do what I want to do, right? Like, I'm not in charge. She's like, I'm in charge of my own body. Like, you're not in charge of me. Like, yes, you are in charge of your own body. That is true. But I I have to make sure that you're safe. And, you know, yeah, you're having these conversations with a six-year-old and you get frustrated because you just want them to comply. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're a Hallmark parent and you're just automatically, you will have understood this from the very beginning, but I'm in a different part of my process where it's like right now I'm like, okay, I got to take a step. My wife is telling me, he's like, you got to take a step back, bud. It's like, I got to take a step back. I'm like, how do I make this fun again? How do I make this so that I'm not getting, because what I'm doing is not working. It's getting me frustrated. It's getting the kids grumpy. It's getting my wife grumpy. So I could judge myself and be like, I'm the worst dad ever. Right. Or I could say like, okay. I probably shouldn't. I probably shouldn't have been doing that and that that approach. Now, how do I adjust my messaging to get through to the six year old? And also, how do I not let a six year old control my emotional state? Right? Then who's being the child? Am I being the child? Then yes, I'm being the child because I'm letting a six year old dominate my emotional state. So you're like, okay, let's let's figure it out. And so then you can, you know, it's very easy to be less hard on yourself. Be like, okay, it's just a process. So now it's like, all right, so I'm sitting here, I'm thinking about how do all these things work together? How do they work with building the classic American business? Like this isn't a thing where I tell you, hey, you got these five principles and the two shadow principles. This is how these things all roll into each other. Like it's you're like, wait, well, that's going to take some time. Well, yeah, it's going to take some time. But you start getting benefit from it immediately, even before you have the completed business, even before you have the you know, everything going, the, the creative clearing, the space where you can stand in confidence and clarity to make your decisions. Like these things, it starts, it just starts from making a decision. And one of the first decisions you have to make is I'm going to live in process thinking I'm not going to live in winning and losing. So what I want you to do is take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, go get one. You're going to need one from time to time. But for right now, take out your Unicorn Trapper Keeper from the fifth grade. And what I want you to do is simply write down, can I be a process thinker? Or must I be trapped by winning and losing? And just remember, there is no end if you stay in the path of understanding.
All right, creator. I know you want to escape the current understory that you are trapped in. I get it. I've been there. But in order to do that, you're going to have to have a creative clearing, a place to stand in confidence and clarity. I'm not going to promise you some magical course, coach, or codex, but I cannot help you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. You can do that by subscribing to my daily email list at understory.news. Raise your hand and say, let's get out of here together. The podcast contains the philosophy and the five public principles, but the daily emails have the insights, innovations, and shadow principles of building the classic American business that I only discuss with my subscribers. Raise your hand and let's light the lantern together. The path of understanding never ends, but that does not mean you cannot get to where you want to go. Subscribe to my daily email list at understory.news. Go light the lantern.